Hey, this is Brandon Lucido, owner of the Lucido Real Estate Team. On our podcast, we talk about life events, real estate, and how to help and serve people. Catch our podcast every week for a new episode. You can find more information on us at thelucidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, thanks for tuning in. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody? Doing well. Little little fall allergies going on today, so if I sound kind of funny, that's why. Doing well on this end as well. I've got a, uh, uh, a date tonight with my Woo. beautiful bride-to-be. It is our oh. one-year anniversary of uh, being engaged. Congratulations. Congratulations. I was going to ask if Leslie knew about that date, but uh, it is with Leslie. Good. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> he chose wisely. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, without telling her, uh, where are you going, or what are you plan? What are your plans? Uh, well, we're going to be going to the same place that uh, I proposed at. Awesome. So, and that was a, a joint idea on that one. So she she knows the the plans, but at least it's a it won't be too much of a surprise. I remember that place. Before. I need to go there sometime too. It's Not to propose, place. but to eat. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great place. Um, uh, Pizzeria Testa. Yeah, oh yeah. Go, yeah, that's good. I like that place. Oh yeah. Has a little green belt in the back where the kids can play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, very nice busy. Atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. All right, Wilson. How was your trip this past week? Oh man, ish. We went out to Northern California, and it is hot out there. There's a town just west uh, east of San Francisco is 116 degrees, and oh. most of those people don't have air conditioning in their homes, so they were they're really suffering. Um, so it was really hot. It was hot in the city. It was hot down in San Jose. It was about 100 degrees when we got there. Uh, it didn't really get cool until we got down into Carmel and Monterey. And uh, when we got there, it was much nicer, much nicer, much more tolerable. Just beautiful weather. Really good. Gotcha. But it was good. Had an indie race. It's the last indie race of the year. And uh, we'll start it up again probably next April or so. There you go. And... Uh think you had mentioned blackouts there are there's some rolling blackouts there in in california and they're they're asking you not to do anything don't plug your car in don't do your run your dishwasher don't do your clothes from four until 10 in the evening yeah well as long you know as long as you're wearing a sweatshirt (laughs) exactly you know the half zip you know yeah yeah perfect yeah there you go but it was nice. I, I love you know love those trips. Love seeing new things. Went and saw Stanford University. That's a very impressive campus, and um, just saw a lot of things. While Tanya was in meetings, I got to do a little exploring around. That was fun. Gotcha. Well, while you were traveling and soaking up the rays, <laughs> did uh, anyone else besides me get to experience? I think they call it football. We did. We on Sunday night. We stopped down. We stopped down to listen to the UT game because guess what? UT isn't televised in California. They don't care about us. So yep. Tanya and I did the good old fashioned way of listening to it on radio. There so, you go. But yeah, we we tuned into the Cowboys Sunday night. Yes. Yeah. It was. Uh, so I mean, I'm sure y'all heard Dax out. Did Did y'all hear about that? Uh, Four to six weeks. But, yeah. Yeah. So. Is that is that a, uh, a I know we're going to get a lot of people saying Wilson's so negative, but is that really a bad thing? You're already, you've already broadcasted your Yankees fan, so I mean, <laughs> I, 
you're already you're already at that level. Oh, I don't barely. know how you go any okay, lower, well, I, so you're you're fine. Then I'm not going to hold back. So does that really hurt <laughs> us with Dak being out? I mean, uh, he's good for three points. I'm going to put myself in, in the same bracket as you and say I don't think it's going to hurt us very much. Right? No. Uh, oh, and six. You know, and six. Yeah, they even. You know, so uh, the sports radio show I listened to in the morning had said, you know, the statistics prior to him getting injured was like three and out, four and out, three and out, four and out. And mm-hmm. just we, we weren't, you know, like we had mentioned before, I don't see any difference in this team. I know we have some players and new players, you know, and some adjustments, but I don't see any difference and or I don't see any indicators or reasons why we're going to have a better result than we did last year. And what did Zeke finish with? Because we're, we're fo- focusing more on the run now. So he, yeah. surely he got over 100 yards, right? 52. Yeah. He got 52 yards. Big time, all-star, supposedly all-star rated, you know, top tier, you know, back. And like I said, his rookie year, man, he killed it. Just mm. killed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Won the rushing title that year. Uh-uh. I know. It's, it's been down ever since. Yeah. It seems like more and more often we've got rookies having really wonderful first years and then really sucking it up the, the next year. I think they should all go back to doing whatever they were doing before they joined the team. Yeah. Because clearly after they joined the team, they're having that issue. It's the difference of this. That's right. Yeah. That's it. You get that, you get that full-term contract. I don't know if you guys remember Marion Barber, but he was a big running back here, and he was just hard nose. I mean, he'd run over you. He was a tank. He didn't want to go out of bounds. He wanted to find someone to hit. Mm-hmm. Once he got his money, his production went way down. I think a year later, the Cowboys cut him. Mm-hmm. And he played one more year in, in uh, Chicago. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't think we had much hope. I mean, we did go against Brady and Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, our defense held up pretty well. But our offense, I mean, passes thrown behind receivers, mm-hmm. uh, predictable. We just, you know, it's it's amazing to see. And again, I know Tom Brady is, you know, one of the all-time greatest quarterbacks. But when you see them playing, you know, side-by-side, alternating plays, and you just see how comfortable one is in the pocket and mm-hmm. how they're just – skill set to to because because tom brady is not a scrappy Mm-mm. real quick qb Mm-mm. he's long he's slow but when he's in that pocket he can adjust he knows when to throw it away when to run mm-hmm. and when the cowboys have it we, we just look like we're we're in a panic yeah. every single time we see hike we're in a panic like we're, we're not comfortable in the pocket Mm. Now, I'm not seeing the whole field, but the receivers I've, must not be getting open because when I would see the ball delivered, there would be three or four defenders around him. You don't, you don't throw in that much coverage. 100% correct. Now, again, when I, when I see that happening a lot, right, I say, oh, well, is that because that's all Dak has to work with from the plays that are being called, right? Like, are those the, you know, are those the plays that are, you know, He's not, you know, that he's just trying to fulfill and he's trying to force it in there, like you were saying. Um, or is he not looking and surveying the whole field and there are wide open people? Yeah. I, I don't know. But what I can tell you to your point is, like, that's 
that's the same narrative we had last year. Like every time mm-hmm. you throw the ball, it's you're cringing because the guy's not wide open. There's yeah. like four guys, and you're yeah. trying to thin it, you know, yeah. thread the needle. It feels like we have two receivers and a tight end, and yeah. that's it. And these other teams seem like they've got five receivers. It seems more like a more wide open yeah. attack than what yeah. we have. So again, I, I again, I don't know if that's play calling or, or you know. I will tell you this. It, it is to the quarterback to call, you know, an audible. That's their discretion. Mm-hmm. So I rarely see him, you know, doing a fake, you know, fake snap and or no fake count. And you don't hear a kill, kill, kill. No, I, I don't. You know, <laughs> that was Tony Romo's favorite. Or, uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, was it uh, Peyton Omaha, Omaha? Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, with the backup quarterback in, it'll be a lot more conservative. So don't don't look for anything to change. It's going to no. be. Like I say, conservative and slow and frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll see. Yep. Think- My Sunday's just opened up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. Real estate. Who wants to head us off? Man, it's been a great time. Uh, great couple of weeks lately. Um, it actually feels good to put in an offer less than the asking price. Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. Man, I feel the power coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then to, like, settle on a price that's below asking price. Yeah. Oh, man, that felt so good. Yeah. I put in an offer uh, yesterday, and um, I admit, it's pretty low. Um, and and I, I, don't, I don't try to offend other agents or sellers, but I threw this in there and just kind of closed my eyes and said, okay, let's see how this goes. And the agent reached back to me and said, okay, we're, we're considering it. Let's, hmm. let's talk. How much lower was it? If you uh, me asking. The listing price is five fifty and the offer I put in was five fifteen. Okay. Nah, that's not seems, too yeah. bad. It I think we'll settle around five thirty. That that's what the comps bear out. Yeah. Five thirty. And so I've prepared my, my buyer. You know, we may have to go back up to listing you know, the asking price. But if we can settle for anything less, I think I think they'll be real happy. Yeah, and that's how, that's how we put it on our offer. I know that we're not executed yet on it, but it's just a, a timing thing, really. But mm-hmm. the uh, the price, it was hey, let's let, let's let's throw something out and then meet in the middle, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and and have we done that in the past couple of years? I haven't. No, it's always oh, been how no. much more yeah. do I need to? You know, I close my eyes and send it for yeah. a different reason. Yeah, putting an offer in below asking just wouldn't happen. I mean, we would never advise someone years ago. Yeah. Oh, I mean, when, especially when we've been joking about, oh, yeah, we'll pay your kids' tuition uh, along with our offer, stuff like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> really good incentives. Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the numbers are bearing out. Um, they're still still real active. Almost 1,000 new listings in the last three days. There we go. That's pretty good. Listen to this. Price decreases, 1,400 properties yeah. have had to lower their price increases. 1,400. So we've had more decreases in prices than we've had in uh, increase in inventory. Yeah. Wow. And so anything that is uh, pending or closed, we're right at 2,000. So the real estate market here in North Texas is still hot. Things are still happening. Things are, houses are still closing. Buyers are getting their houses. Sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of those price decreases are just due to the fact, like like you said, it was listed above kind of what the market supports in that area and just trying to rein it back in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's still some of that carryover that the sellers think they have all the power. And yeah. No, it's it's shifted, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, speaking of shifting, I remember when we were talking about it 
before the news got wind of it, probably about a month prior. And we were like, man, I, I feel it. It it shifted on us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's it's amazing when you're in, you're in it every day. And mm-hmm. you with it, you know, overnight, yeah, you can just feel it. It's it's crazy. It was it was yeah. it was weird to mm-hmm. feel that. Now something's coming up this month, probably you know, probably in the next week or so. Interest rates hike. Yeah, <laughs> that could really have an impact on on our housing market. What are we Na- sit- nationwide? Maybe less so here in North Texas. What, yeah. are we, what are we sitting at right now? According to. Uh, the website I'm looking at right now, on uh, on today's date, the current uh, uh, average rate for 30-year fixed loan is 6.24%. Mm. 624 Wow. Is that is that fairly close to what you're seeing? It is. Yeah. It is. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, in the history of my career, that's the highest I've experienced. I'm sure. Yeah, not the highest that I am aware of, but in my career, yeah, it's the highest since two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we all know, or we think we know, what happened in two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, you ain't got to verify your income for this loan. <laughs> Just put down what it is. We'll make it work. It'll be okay. Yeah, everyone deserves a home. Everybody needs a banker like that. Everyone deserves a home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who said that. We okay. accept sticky notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, uh, again, I think we talk about rates almost a little bit on every show, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're bringing it back up again, guys, because this is a uh, historical threshold. Yeah, I mean, this is this is serious stuff. And, again, don't not serious in the, in, in the sense where it's scary or it's concerning. It's just serious in the fact that things are changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll unpack it just a little bit, not to get, you know, again, not trying to get political with you, but, um, you know, inflation has an impact on this number. Ooh. Okay. Uh, it's not just real estate. It's, it's interest in general. Okay. Yep. Uh, you know, there's, there's factors that ping pong off of each other. Inflation's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so if those out there are wondering, hey, when are rates going to go back down? Okay. Uh, I will try to answer it like this. When we stop spending money and our dollar keeps, you know, our, our dollar stops getting devalued at the rate that it is, rates will eventually start to go back down. Yeah. I'm no economist at all but and and we probably should have raised interest rates sooner we probably but, should have but not to this point not to this point and I mean to hedge against what was coming yeah for sure I, I you know i agree with that but i really the rapid pace of these increases is it, it's really choking us i mean it, it it seems like we're just redlining you know we're over over the the limit yeah it, yeah it wasn't a slow you know uptick no curve it was it was a rocket ship and then here comes another one supposedly it's gonna be another 75 basis points increase what yeah and depending on you know what institution you're looking at that could be almost seven yeah you know seven percent how does that sound seven yeah. percent uh, yeah and you know to your point wilson 
first quarter of this year, rates were still floating with a three in front of it. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so we've gone from you know, you know, two times the rate. <laughs> yeah, within less than twelve months. Yeah, I mean, we closed on our house on April 29th, and we closed with a, a locked-in rate that was half percent uh, higher than what we qualified for at 3.7. Yeah. And, yeah, that was late April. And now it's... September, middle yeah, of September. Almost double that. Yeah. It's awful. So, but, yeah, there, there's a lot of factors that go on into... Man, uh, managing that number you know the stock market took a big hit yesterday it was down over 1300 points mm-hmm. we're at 31,235 at uh, right this minute and um you know that's a lot of wealth that that people lost that's that's hitting people's 401ks that's significant that's significant yeah. you know that's that's making our our you know soon to be retiring people nervous yeah, no more 10 vacations. You're going to three a year now. That's right. I mean, Wilson, you're going to have to start dialing it back. Man, I'm, I'm really make them count. I know. <laughs> Definitely. Maybe go somewhere with AC. <laughs> Definitely. So, no, it's it's um, it's serious. It's serious business. And, and you know, our buyers are going to feel it. And, and not just them, but just the, the general public. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we do? So when this happens in the market, right? Buyers and sellers, how do we adjust? How do we move forward? So uh, I'm going to make a statement here and you're going to, and some people might say, I contradicts, you know, the severity of it. No, I, I get it. Right. 6% is, it, you know, is double than what it was the beginning of this year. However, and I've said this before, looking back 30, 40 plus years, it's still very cheap. Okay. Mm-hmm. For those that are buying homes and selling homes, and even especially those relocating, you're still going down life with your plans, with your family, and making those big, you know, lifetime adjustments. And remember this, the ability to refi. Exactly. Do not stress over this whole, oh man, I'm at 6% forever. Nope. No. So again- there's a benefit to this too. When rates go up, we have a lot of inventory. Wilson was kind of unpacking it a little bit. Home values. Okay. So you have to run the numbers. Even though you're paying a little bit more on your rate now, the price at what you're acquiring the asset for is also less now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a little bit of relief on the purchase price. Yep. And you will have the ability to, you know, refi. Now, when that happens, we don't know, but point being is that's an option for you to exercise mm-hmm. uh, in the future that's right yeah absolutely i don't know if people did that you know i'm, I'm thinking growing up you know i can remember when interest rates were 16 percent. i mean we, we were already in a house and we weren't didn't have a mortgage or anything but i wonder if refining was a, a discussion point back in the 80s man i don't i'd be curious to see how quick rates went from because to your point how he went from three to six in less than a year right you know it's a two-time multiplier i'd be curious to see if there were any historical reductions at that fast of a pace i don't i don't i don't think so recall no them going down that quick Mm -mm. compared to how quick they went up this year yeah yeah because the the, these rates have been so low for so long now 
And I mean, it's they've been just gradually getting a little bit lower, and it, and like you know, to your point, it's been a very gradual deal. But this is yeah the the lowest I saw was a fixed. I mean, a, a fifteen year fixed for one point nine. Yeah. I remember that. Um, Recently? No, no, oh, no, okay. no. I'm talking historical lows for me. Wow, one point nine. Yeah, thirty year fixed, twenty uh, percent down, like two point two, two point three. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, you know, the highest I remember set aside from this year uh, was about 4.75. Mm-hmm. 4.5, 4.75. Mm-hmm. Those are my highs and lows for almost the, the 10 years of me being in this business. That's been the range for over a decade yeah. I've been operating in. And here we are, 2022, 6%. So I looked it up real quick. The Fed has cut interest rates drastically before, but it was during the pandemic. Yeah. One was a whole 1% and one time was one and a half percent. Okay. But those far supersede any kind of, the the, the, the biggest rate reductions I'm seeing are, are no more than 50, 50 basis points. Now, there's a 75 basis point in 2008. Mm. So in times of crisis, but, but this year, right? Like, I mean, I, I would say COVID obviously is still part of life, but yeah. we haven't had any real new uh, crisis happening this year. No. You know, so. You know, the housing crisis in 2007 and eight were, that was pretty big. Oh, man. Uh, funds went down or interest rates went from 4.75% to, to uh, I'm sorry, that was the Fed funds rate. So about seven seventy five to about five percent mm. in that time. So almost three percent. Yep. In a year. See, that's huge. But that's times of crisis. Yeah, exactly. You know, during normal times, it's not going to be. Yeah, and to your point, right? You know, this year that's that's what's happening is you know. So we're going to keep an eye on it as the weeks and months of, of you know unfold. Obviously, we have midterms coming up. I'd be, I'm very uh, curious to see what comes as a result from that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bet you we can make some predictions <laughs> in terms of the rate and market and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that gives it some relief the way things, you know, play out. But for those in our listeners, you know, inflation is always going to be a big factor that impacts rates. Mm-hmm. All right, so we always have to pay attention to those things. Yep. All right. Next up, any news articles for us? Yeah, I wanted to talk about something kind of fun. Um, you know, Tanya and I have updated our bathroom before our master bath. Um, our plans now, since Will is out of the house, is to um, upgrade his bathroom to take the tub out and make a you know, just a shower unit, kind of like you see in hotels, mm-hmm. nice hotels. So on average, the average homeowner pays between 6600 and $16,000 on bathroom improvements. 16000 Yeah. And that's for like the full, you know, remodel of the bathroom. Yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah, full remodel. Tanya and I probably paid between seven and eight, and we were just thrilled. I mean, some of it I did myself, like... The duvet. Like, yeah, like refinishing the cabinets and stuff. I did that myself, bought a kit. Yeah. I said duvet. Whoops. I meant the bidet. Oh. 
<laughs> yes. We don't have room my, for a my duvet. Words wrong. Our... I can't wait for my wife to listen to this and be like, yeah, you just jacked that up. Maybe you have room for a duvet in your bathroom, Brandon, but we yeah. don't. Um, well, that's the thing I kick off in the middle of the night because it's 3,000 pounds on the bed. Yeah, right. That thing. What's just, wrong with just a blanket? The, well, you got to take that interior cushion out. Yeah, that and the 13 pillows we have <laughs> that all end up on the ground. You step on them and roll your ankle in the middle of the night trying to go to the restroom. Whose job is it to put them back in the morning? Not mine, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you bought them? You put them there? It's, a, it's amazing how I was able to get sleep prior to having throw pillows. Oh, I'm amazed that we slept at all. <laughs> all right, keep going. Sorry. it's <laughs> awful. So I'm going to give you some tips for under $1,000. You can do these six things to improve your bathroom. Uh, you can install a floating vanity. Okay, I dig that. You like, I that? like that? So that, yep, that's kind yep. of a modern thing to do. And what it does is it gives you more room. And uh, again, it modernizes your look. So yeah. what those are, those can go from about, uh, those can start at about $260. Okay, so uh, that's not bad. Not bad at all. So none of these things am I counting the labor that goes into it. So if you can do them yourself, yeah, good for you. Just call Wilson. That's right. Second thing, um, get a heated towel rack. Does anybody have one of those, a heated towel rack? No, I've never thought about that, but that's pretty I don't. Cool. I've sold houses with them. Yeah. Um, they actually get quite hot. They do. Like, yeah. you do not want to touch it with your hand. No. I bet. Well, it's trying to heat up cloth, and it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to heat up. Yeah. yeah. So since they're so rare, how off, how much do you think they cost? Ooh, I'd say 500 bucks a rack. Bobby? Uh, I would have guessed higher, but that's just because... Um, it's on the list of below a thousand, so I'm gonna lowball it. But Good. yeah, I would say five, six hundred dollars. Yeah, forty three bucks you can get. What? What? You can get those at forty three bucks for forty three bucks. So we don't need them that much in Texas, but maybe other parts of the country or Yeah. I'm just, I'll good. just wet it down and put it outside, bring it back in. <laughs> yeah. This is nice and crispy. Yeah, who mm-hmm. needs it now? Another uh, third thing you can do is switch up your lighting. Uh, that makes a big difference when you change the lighting in there. All these builder grade things, like when my house was built, we had the builder grade stuff. It was all gold, mm-hmm. you know, kind of weird looking. And uh, now we have uh, brushed nickel, and it, it, it nice. has made a ton of difference. So you know, you can get something, you know, starting around like a little sconce, starting around forty bucks. Um, what's real cool, I like, is under cabinet lighting. Oh, yeah. So you can get those little strips for like fifteen bucks. Yeah, and uh, why not put it on a dimmer? Yeah. I love dimmer switches. We had an electrician out that installed some dimmer switches last week, oh, yeah. and it was great. The uh, fourth thing you can do is change your hardware. So the little pulls and stuff on drawers, mm-hmm. that's a neat thing to do and easy thing to do. Uh, you can get a whole set for, like, drawers and, and um, you know, cabinets and things for 40 bucks. at one of the big box stores. Yeah, uh, You should go green. You know, get some low-flow toilets. Um, they save a lot of money you know, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start from, uh, from around 250 bucks. Yeah, they really do save a lot. Um, I've, I've gotten to watch the, the water bill in a few different places, uh, drop substantially from having, uh, regular ones that do, you know, the, the full, like, however many gallons, three gallons. Yeah. Three gallons, uh, to the low flow ones that have the, the dual yeah, yeah. Uh, knobs on them. And that's, yeah, they're great. And even the, even the, the big flush is, is still, Less than uh, it's got to be a, a little more than half, I would guess. But yeah, yeah it's it's significantly less. So you can do that. They're also low flow faucets. 
Hmm. Uh, those start around 15 bucks, and you can get a low-flow shower head for around 30 bucks. So low-flow shower head, if the pressure's good, I would be up for it. But, like, you don't need that much pressure at your, at your sink. That's true. So that's I'm, true. I'm all about that. One of these days, Bobby will have to talk about his awesome shower that you could probably wash a car with. They've got so many oh. shower heads and stuff. Oh, that was the one at the princess house. And yeah. Oh my gosh. We mm. called it the car wash. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you, you could legitimately fit uh, a small car or several <laughs> motorcycles into it. That's crazy. Yeah. I bet there's nothing low flow about that. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing, why not change the colors up? You know, paint it. Yeah. Paint your bathroom. And, and with that, you can, um, you can get some different towels. You can different, you know, decorate different things. Just these things can all together less than a thousand bucks, and you can really make your bathroom nice. Oh yeah, so either to enjoy or to sell. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, there's been there's been some really fun ways. Just going through renovations in the last uh, several years uh, with either my family or clients stuff, seeing some really creative ways to to change up colors on the walls. Um, some people will have extra flooring from whenever they you know redid the wood floor in their rooms and stuff, uh, and uh, they'll throw that up as an accent wall in one of the bathrooms, and it really kind of ties everything in together. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. I love that. And I mean if the if the flooring that you're using is some of that L V P stuff, so you know, it's technically waterproof and everything, yep. it it's perfect for a bathroom. Yep. A high humidity area. Yep. So it'll stay attached. Yeah. Yeah. All right guys. Well that does it for us on this episode and look forward to seeing everyone next week. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the discussion today. Click on the subscribe link to catch our next episode. If you or anyone you know has any real estate needs, you can find more information on us at thelacidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, thanks for tuning in.